1: This is your FBI, the official broadcast from the
0: files of the Federal Bureau of Investigation.
1: Tonight, the subject of our FBI file extortion. It's titled The Hollywood Shakedown.
0: Since the passage by Congress of the Federal Extortion Statute in 1932, the number of such crimes has been drastically reduced. However, it is probably safe to say that some form of extortion is practiced almost daily in some parts of the country. This evening's program is brought to you not to acquaint you with the modus operandi of the typical felon who commits this type of crime, for there is no average extortion case. The circumstances in each instance are different. However, this case history is dramatized in the hope of reaching people who are being victimized by extortioners and who, through fear, are now keeping it a secret. If this description fits you, protect yourself. Protect everyone except the criminal by instantly notifying the nearest field office of your FBI. Their telephone number is on page 1 of your local directory. Tonight's FBI file opens in the fan mail department of a motion picture studio.
3: Oh, a letter from my hometown. Mm-hmm. Somebody was left after you moved? Hey, the smell is green No one? Huh? Went to school together. What would you want? Mm, picture Lionel Butler. <sighs> well, let's dig a good one. Okay. Hey, maybe I ought to put a little note to Alice. I should get a kick out of it. wonder what she's oh, doing. Nancy, listen. Dear Ruth Elmore, I have received certain information from Bertha Kingman. You know that information I mean, and you also know what would happen if it was made public. I am willing to sell all my material for $10,000. Mm. If you agree to pay, put an ad in the papers. Do not go to the police with this. If you do, I will kill you. Where'd you get the off the pile. Here's the envelope. Well, you think it's a crank? I don't know. Well, where are you taking us? To the super. This is one fan letter. Ruth Elmore better answer. Mr
2: Noble, the man from the FBI, is here. Oh, let him come in. This
4: way, please. Thank you, miss. Have a chair. Thank you. Mr. Noble, I'm Agent Taylor. Oh, we we spoke on the phone. That's right, sir. You have the note here?
2: Yes. Who's handled it? Quite a few people. Girl in the fan mail room, her supervisor, my secretary, Miss Elmore herself. Can I see it, please? Of course. Thank you. Studio will give you every cooperation.
4: Oh, um... Is Miss
2: Elmore making a picture now? Yes. She's playing Rosalind in As You Like It. Um, Mr. Taylor, did you ask that because you think this is a publicity stunt? No, sir. Good. I assure you it isn't. Miss Elmore doesn't want or need that kind of publicity.
4: Well, as long as we're on that subject, Mr. Noble, I have a request. We'd like to avoid any publicity on this until the investigation is completed. I can promise that. Fine. Oh, and uh, would it be possible for me to see Miss Elmore? Of
2: course. I'll have a boy take you over. All right, thank you, sir. Her trailer is right inside stage seven. Call if there's anything else you want. The entire studio is at your disposal.
3: Come in. Mr. Taylor?
4: Yes, that's right.
3: Mr. Noble called and said you were coming. Please sit down. Thanks very much. You've come to talk about the note?
4: That's right, Miss
3: Elwood. I can't tell you how glad I am it's come out into the open. This extortion business has been bothering me for five years.
4: You mean you've been paying someone for five years?
3: No, but I did pay the first installment that long ago. To whom? Bertha Kingman, the woman mentioned in the note. Hmm. Who is she? A woman who used to be my secretary. I know I should have gone to the police five years ago, but... For once in my life, I let somebody change my mind.
4: And who was that?
3: The man I was married to at the time. He convinced me the publicity would ruin my career. Hmm. Where is he now? In Europe, sunning himself on the Riviera with his fifth bride. Hmm.
4: That eliminates him. Now, who else knew about it? No one. How much did you pay, Mrs. Kingman?
3: Five hundred dollars. And believe this or not, Mr. Taylor... Everything she threatened to expose was a complete and utter lie.
4: When did you last hear from Mrs. Kingman?
3: Five years ago. By letter? Yes.
4: Would you uh, know where she lives?
3: I have no idea.
4: I see. Would you have a picture of her?
3: The publicity department has a few. Oh, that's fine. Is there anything else I can do?
4: Yes, Miss Elmore, we'd like you to insert that ad. All right. You see, we may get a lead when you receive instructions for paying.
3: I'll have my secretary call the papers this afternoon. Good.
4: And we'll start an immediate search for Mrs. Kingman.
0: The intricate process by which the Federal Bureau of Investigation looks for a person was put into action. A copy of Bertha Kingman's marriage license was obtained, the two witnesses were questioned. But they had lost track of the subject many years ago. Finally, a lead was secured. Her address five years ago was a modest hotel. Arriving there, Agent Taylor learned Mrs. Kingman had checked out three years ago. From the hotel, she was traced to a small apartment building. And finally, to a cheap theatrical boarding house on a Hollywood side street.
2: Good morning. Are you the landlady? You can save your breath. We got no vacancies. I don't need another vacuum cleaner, and I never subscribe to magazines. Ma'am,
4: ma'am, I'm a special agent of the FBI. Oh. Here are my credentials. Oh, come in, come in. Thank you.
2: Sorry, but it's only 9.30, and I've been swinging this door so much, I feel like a hinge. And that only sounds like an earthquake. That's the Hungarian hussar rehearsing his wrestling match for tomorrow night. Quiet little spot we got here. <laughs>
4: yes, yes, it is. Oh. Uh, Tell me, ma'am, do you have a tenant named Bertha
2: Kingman? What kind of an act does she do?
4: Well, she's not in the theatrical profession, but I understand that she once lived here.
3: Well, then, I ought to know her.
4: Well, do you keep a register?
3: Well, I used to, till a guy checked in with a talking goat.
4: (laughs) Well, uh, I have a picture of her that I'd like you to take a look at, if you will. Okay. Do you recognize her? Uh,
2: Wait a minute now, she looks familiar. Oh, Bertha Kingman. Oh, yeah, now I remember. She lived here about a month.
4: Would well, you know where I can find her? I'd like to ask her some questions.
2: Well, that'll be pretty tough.
4: She's dead. Leo, I checked at that boarding house. Mrs. Kingman's dead. Huh? Yeah, I saw the death certificate at the Hall of Records myself. She died two years ago. Another note came today. Oh, where?
1: It was delivered to the studio by messenger. From the description of the boy's uniform, it sounds like the central messenger service. Oh. They're checking their delivery slips. What did the note say? Get the money ready. No uh, payoff instruction? Oh, not yet, but the threat was repeated. Well, I'll excuse me. Sure. Agent Sumner. That's right. You did. Uh Just a minute, Spencer. Yeah, thanks. All right, All right go ahead. Uh, what street was that? Yeah, I got it. Well, fine. Thanks very much. Yes, I'll wait here for him. Jim Central Messenger did deliver that note. The boy picked it up from the bartender at this saloon. When? Around three this afternoon. The messenger's on his way up here now. I'll try to get a description from him. All right. I'll see what
4: I can pick up at this bar. <laughs> Mac. I'm a special agent of the FBI. Here are
5: my credentials. Okay.
4: Tell me, were you on duty uh, about three this afternoon?
5: (laughs) I worked 12 to 8 this week. Well,
4: did you give an envelope to a messenger, an envelope addressed to a Ruth Elmore?
5: Uh Uh-huh. What was in it? I don't know. Customer gave it to me with a couple of bucks. Told me to pay the kid who picked it up.
4: What's the customer's name? You've got me. Does he come in often?
5: As far as I know, today was the first I ever seen him. What's he look like? Hey, look, I don't remember every guy who buys a couple of beers. All I can tell you is he sat over in that corner. How long? At first, I must have gotten talking to the others. uh, I remember he bought him a drink.
4: Well, do you know the people he was talking to?
5: but I don't want to get them into a Jack. Bart, they, they come in all the time. Oh, right? I mean, look, I,
4: I just want to ask them a few questions. Maybe they can remember what this person looked like, that's all.
5: Well, I guess that's okay. He was talking to a couple of seamen named Joe Logan and Artie Jackson and a girl named Sally Powell. We're going to reach them. Joe Logan lives in that apartment house across the street. Artie Jackson shacks up in the next block. Uh, 7.37, I think. And the girl I don't know she hit town a couple of weeks ago and started hanging around here. Uh, I, I don't know where she's staying. Well could you have her call me? I'll call you myself the next time she comes in
4: Leo did you get anything from the messenger
1: No Jim he didn't talk to anybody
4: but the bartender. How'd you make up? Well, the subject stayed at the bar a while. Struck up a conversation with uh, these three people. Mm-hmm. I went to see the two seamen. They've already shipped out. No, For where? Well, the destination's classified, but they shipped less than an hour ago. And no address on the girl? Oh, the bartender will call if she comes in there again.
1: Mm-hmm. Jim, you think there's any possibility Mrs. Kingman passed her information on to a relative before she died? Mm-hmm. Miss Elmore doesn't remember the old woman ever mentioning any family wife. I think I'll check and see who paid for a funeral.
3: Saying a day without the ever. No, no, Orlando. Men are April when they woo, December when they wed. Maids are May. Sorry, I can't remember the speech. May we please have a few minutes? Ten minutes,
2: everybody. Ruth, Ruth, take as much time as you want. I'll
3: be all
2: right. Of course you will. You should have seen the rushes this morning. Those boom shots through the trees were wonderful. Uh, Mr. Noble. Oh, hello, Mr. Mr. Taylor. Could I speak with both of you?
3: Can it wait, please?
4: Miss Elmore isn't feeling very well. Have you seen the papers? I haven't even seen...